coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio in Woodstock, Georgia. This is Fearless Formula with Sharon Klein. And welcome to Fearless Formula on Business Radio X, where we talk about the ups and downs in the business world and offer words of wisdom for business success. I'm your host, Sharon Klein, and today on the show, we have a former banker, full-time banker, who turned her side hustle into her main hustle, and she's the owner of the Snuggly Blanket Company. Welcome, Padma, to the show. Thank you, Sharon. You're it's welcome. great to be here. Thank you. I really appreciate you spending time with me today. Thank you for having me. Sure. And I love your story because so many people have little side hustles, and you never know what it's going to amount to. But here you are, full-time banker, Wells Fargo, in the corporate world, but then you have this creative side that you really like. Can you tell me about how you got started? Sure. Um, so, yeah, it's actually in the midst of the pandemic. I was working with the bank full time. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I had some work permit issues and, you know, I had to get separated from my full time job. And I had a lot of time on hand. And, you know, um, this was in the middle of the pandemic. And I was like, you know, what do I do? I can't step out anywhere. Is there any hobby I can cultivate? Or, you know, is there any uh, classes that I can take? So there have been a couple of, uh, you know, stuff that I wanted to, you know, do pottery. I did candle uh, making and I did join a class to actually learn how to make these chunky blankets and you know I probably was the only um, you know a customer that they had and I have at least taken about five or six different classes with them <laughs> because I wanted to try out to see what is it that I'm going to enjoy yeah and uh, the moment I took the chunky blanket class and when I came back home I was like you know really in love with that you know, the magic that you could do without any prior, uh, you know, experience in crocheting or knitting. And at the end of two hours, you had this beautiful blanket in front of you. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. You know, I would want to try this and, you know, do some more. So, yeah, I mean, it just started like that. And I, I remember that Thanksgiving, uh, I made chunky blankets as presents to my friends, family. Everybody got one, <laughs> and, you know, and I knew that, you know, I'm on a different journey now. And, yeah. you know, I'm really going to enjoy doing this. What I love too is it's very meditative. It is very therapeutic, I yes. would say. Very, th- very calming. I mean, most of the time on, you know, um, at home, you would find me watching Netflix and quietly knitting away. And it's it's really calmed my nerves because I'm somebody who's very hyper, who is very, you know, uh, anxious. But it's, it's really brought a lot of calm and a lot of, I, I really find it very therapeutic. And you get at the end, you get to give these gifts to people that they love. You know what I mean? Who doesn't exactly. love a snuggling blanket? Exactly. Like it just sounds amazing. Anyway, <laughs> I have one in each room of my house. <laughs> well, it's cool too because there's no technology that's needed. Yep. You don't have to have a degree. You can just figure out like the basic stitching, and you do it over and over, right? Exactly. I mean, I think that's the whole um, you know idea wherein I I tell them that you know anybody can knit. Knitting doesn't have to be. I mean, you know, just to take that uh, fear out of people, like, oh, you, I, I'm not creative. I don't know how to handle the hooks and the needles, and I've never done any sewing in my life. And I would say, then this is the perfect thing for you to do because this doesn't require any prior knowledge. You don't have to. Be, I mean, I've I've never done any knitting in my life, and all you need is just your two hands. You know, just the finger knitting. You don't have any tools that you need. And, you know, at the end of it, you create something so beautiful out of it that, you know, I I think that's one reason why people love to come to my workshop because, you know, I mean, it's a make and take blanket. So you come here, you make it, and then you take it with you when you go back. That was one of the questions (laughs) I had for you is I saw on your website that you have workshops. Can you tell me about them? Sure. Um, 
you know, it's it's very uh, interesting how I got into doing workshops. I did mention that you know I was enjoying making these chunky blankets, and uh, I, I thought, okay, now that I've made so many, let me see if anybody would buy it. You know, let's see if I can kind of you know turn it into a business. And I made a post on Facebook saying, okay, I can make chunky blankets, and I put a couple of photos. And there was one lady who approached me, and she said, "Your blankets are beautiful, but would you even mind teaching me? Because I think I would want to make my own as well. You know, unless I mean, if it's very complicated then that's fine but otherwise if it's something that i can learn i would love to come and learn and that was like you know it just instantly sparked this idea that why not i mean you know just the way i enjoy doing it i'm sure there's so many ladies out there who would love it so i said yeah sure uh, i don't have any location but you're welcome to come to my house so she was my very first customer wow. she just you know knocked the door came into my house <laughs> and we both were sitting on my you know across my dining table and she made a beautiful blanket and she was like you know it's again it's like a word of mouth it spread and then she brought her friends over and you know now i do workshops at least uh, you know two to three times a month and most of my customers are from our favorite cherokee county <laughs> <laughs> the woodstock and canton ladies they yeah. just seem to love this the moment i advertise it it gets sold out so fast <laughs> It's funny because when you think about the old days, they used to have these sewing circles, you know, and the people who would do quilting together. And there yeah. is something so bonding about spending that time together. Do you find that's the case for you? You get to know these ladies? Definitely. I think you know what if you ask me uh, what I love the most about my business, though I make blankets and sell and I probably make more money there but I what I really enjoy doing is the workshops because you know it gives me the opportunity to meet so many amazing ladies form such lovely friendships and now with me not working full time you know I miss that connect you know of talking to people and I think this is an excellent way I've made some amazing friends and you know us as a like nice little knitting community we still exchange pictures of what they are knitting they keep coming back to me with questions you know we've formed a beautiful community and I think that's that's the beauty of this entire workshop thing it's so cool because it was just an inspiration for you you know something that you were trying to figure out what felt so good to you yeah. to do you know for yourself uh, uh, candle making or whatever so this is what kind of sparked your interest and now look it's kind of affected a lot of people's lives it's really kind of a cool story yeah, and you know to be um, uh, to be honest it just started off last january so it's kind of a year since i really went into you know doing this uh, commercially so and i think i've come a long way in the last one year and you know there's so many different things uh, plans i have for the coming year so so you also do private events, I saw. Oh, yes, I what, do. What are your private events that you do? So I do corporate workshops, team oh. building workshops. And uh, so, you know, I think you probably must have known that a lot of companies these days, you know, want to do a cooking class as a team, you know, so anything to bring their entire team together outside the work environment for them to bond over an activity. And uh, I think a blanket making is perfect for any season, not just the winter, because, you know, these are great as presents to be given away. So I've done a lot of corporate workshops and uh, I also do a lot of uh, private events in the sense that, you know, you have your own friends group, you know, you have a girls night in, you have about seven or eight friends that are staying over and you're looking for an activity that you all can do, you know, at home. So I, I call my private workshops, the you know, the Chardonnay and Chenille. So it's like a sip and knit kind of a thing. <laughs> Chardonnay so you have and Chenille, that's Yeah, cute. so you have a, a glass of Chardonnay and then you have the Chenille yarn and, you know, before you know it, you, you end up making a blanket. So that's fun. Like really as long as come. you don't have you don't have yeah, too much <laughs> shardini. 
<laughs> you might end up missing a few, uh, you know, knots and slips here and there. Uh, it's all good. It's all yeah. amateur stuff. Oh, that's funny. You also have do-it-yourself kits, which are kind of cool because if someone maybe can't come to one, maybe they could be able to do it at home. So yes. can you tell me about that? Yes. I think, uh, again, the idea for uh, the DIY kits has come from one of my customers. You know, so I think that's, you know, it's very important when you're in a business to kind of listen to what your clients are saying because, you know, most of your ideas, the idea for your next product could be coming from them. Because they just asked, do you <laughs> exactly. have this? And you're exactly. like, wait, <clears throat> yes, I do now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this lady asked me, okay, we want to do this, but, you know, um, my mom, she cannot come to the workshop. So is there something that, you know, she can just sit at home and do? Do you have a video or something? And I said, wow, that's a great idea because if you have asked for this, I'm sure that there's some many more ladies out there who would want to do the same. So that's, uh, you know, kind of gave uh, rise to the DIY kit. So when you order a DIY kit from me, it has everything that you need to make a blanket. So it has the yarn, it has, uh, you know, the scissors and, the you know, uh, all the tools that you would need, a measuring tape, and you also get a link to a, a full video tutorial, which tells you how to knit the blanket step by step. So everything that you want is in the kit. So all you need is just, you know, buy the kit, sit at home, you need a computer and an internet connection. And you can, uh, you know, in two hours, you could make a blanket. That's really amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And it's a skill that you don't even have to always get a new kit. You can go and find your own yarn or whatever at exactly. some point. It's a skill that you're learning. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So is it crocheting or is it knitting? It's knitting. It's knitting. Okay. It's knitting. Yeah. And it's a knitting with no uh, tools. Because I was going to say, with crochet it's just your finger. Yes, with yeah. crocheting, it's you know the the difficult part of crocheting is that it's it's probably not for everybody because and also number two, it is not something you can learn in one class and I would agree done with, with that. Yeah, you know, so that you can have be complicated. exactly. Yeah. So you should first know how to hold the hooks, and you know, it's a series of classes before you can actually see the end product. Whereas with these chunky blankets, I would say it's more like an instant gratification. You know, you just learn it then. And when you're going out of the class, you're going out with something that you have made, you know. So that makes it very special. And I was going to say, do you find that that people are um, super proud of themselves for having oh, yes. made something, you oh, know, yes. physically? <laughs> it's like when you go to the painting classes and they have like a little, I don't know, was it like a painting thing where you sip wine and then you go home with like your artwork <clears throat> yep something that you can say that you made so i'm imagining that you know people would be really proud of of Benny, i think blankets. that's the, yeah i think that's the most rewarding part of you know doing the workshops is when you know, when you see these happy faces of people who come into my workshop very nervous thinking oh is this something that i can do maybe it's not for me you know and when they, at the end of the workshop, when they're going back, you know, with the um, blanket that they made and the happiness in their faces, I think that's very rewarding for me. <laughs> Would you say that's the most rewarding part? Is that that's yes. awesome? Yes, yes. Well, let's talk a little bit about the fact that you started this business. So did you go through the standard way, like make an LLC or a DBA? Yes. You figured all of that out? Yes. And how did you do that? Did you do like I did, which is Google everything? <laughs> Actually, I should give credit for all that to my husband. So he, uh, I mean, I, I, I somehow, you know, I can't get my head around those things. <laughs> so he's the one who, cre- he said, if you want to do it, let's just do it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the right way. So we've got an LLC established and uh, uh, it's called the Club Nirvana Resorts because we also, um, you know, have a holiday resort uh, kind of a business. And... Uh, the Snuggly Blanket Company is doing business as. Yes, so it's that's amazing. Well, I mean, a lot of people have ideas about how they would like a company to 
to come to fruition. And so having um, someone say, this is kind of my path, how I did it, it makes it less scary. Because when you look at it, it's like, what, I'm going to make a whole company? How do you do that? You know, but it's nice that there are resources. And it's also yeah. wonderful. We always talk about this on the show, having the right amount of people around you or the people that have knowledge to help you and support. Exactly. I think great. now, more than anything now, you know, if you want to start something on your own, mm-hmm. there is no shortage of resources. I would agree you know, with that. And, and you only have to ask because there's so many groups, uh, you know, women's uh, entrepreneur groups out there who are more than willing to help you with any question that you might have. And at no cost. I mean, these are ladies who just want to, you know, it could be on a Facebook group. It could be on next door. It could be on any of these, you know, apps that you use regularly. So, you know, if you have the determination and you have the, uh, you know, the dream to do something, now is the time because, you know, you have everything that you need at your fingertips. It's so smart. Do you also go to networking meetings? Like we have um, some of our networking here in Woodstock. Actually, I've been kind of, you know, uh, um, not going, avoiding, I would say, because I'm I'm not a very extrovert kind of a person. I like to keep so great, to myself. Though. You're doing so great right now. But you know what? Having said that, tomorrow I'm going for my very first networking Are event. you really? I'm <laughs> clapping for you off camera or off, off the uh, mic. Yeah, yeah, I think that's amazing. Yeah, because, because I'm like, you know, I should get out of my comfort zone and, you know, go and meet other people. And, you know, so, yes, yeah, so tomorrow I'm doing that's this. That's amazing. <laughs> I really feel like you, you maybe underestimate, like, how engaging you are. And, you know, people like to hear other people's stories, you know, and so it'd be fascinating for you to tell yours that way. And I think it's really cool, especially here in Woodstock. We have a lot of support of business owners. And it's just so nice how you feel like someone's really interested in your little journey and what you can provide for them. And you feel the same for them. And it's just like becomes a little family. Exactly. I think so. That's why I'm just taking my first step. And that's one of the, um, you know, goals I have for this year that I should go out, you know, join these networking groups. I've also recently signed up for the Atlanta, uh, uh, you know, uh, entrepreneur women. So I'm kind of, you know, a part of that group as well. So I'm slowly kind of, you know, spreading my wings and kind of getting into these networking groups. Would you ever have thought like a year and a half ago that you would be doing all of these things? Isn't that crazy? (laughs) You know, as they say, when life throws lemons at you, you make a lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Or you make blankets. Yeah, or you make blankets, yes. (laughs) What are some surprises that you've encountered as you've kind of grown your business? Are there some big surprises, things you didn't expect? Uh, I think one of the biggest surprises, I never knew that there were so many women out there who would want to learn a skill like this as a hobby. You know, when I started, I thought, okay, people would want to buy a blanket. But, you know, I never knew that there was so much interest in people. You know, it's it's easy for anybody to just buy a retail product. But the interest that people have in gifting somebody their own handmade one, I think that's the, it might not be the perfect blanket, but it's something that they have made. So I think, you know, the that interest kind of just took me by surprise. You know, I when I first announced my workshop, I thought, oh, I don't think anybody is going to even come and attend it. And, you know, within a week, it kind of got filled up. And I was like, wow, OK. <laughs> I thought I was the only one who wanted to try something. But, you know, there's so many women out there. And, you know, I think it's that, that's the a big surprise element, I would say. <laughs> Do you ever have men want to come or has it been predominantly women? It's been predominantly women. Having said that, I did have, I think, probably in the last one year, at least about 10 men, which is <gasps> not a bad. Yeah. And, you know, once I had a, a couple who came on a date. Oh, you're kidding. How yeah. sweet is that? 
It was extremely sweet. I mean, I, I, you know, you won't believe the man actually. He finished knitting the blanket much before his girlfriend did. <laughs> he was, you know, good with his hands. Good with his hands. Exactly, and he was like a man on mission. You know, he yeah. was like, okay. The moment I explained to him how to do it, he got the, you know, hang of it. And he was quietly sitting there, and this lady was trying to make a conversation because obviously <laughs> they were on a date. Yeah. But he was like, "No, let me finish this. I'm right, really enjoying doing this." So yeah, well, I mean, thought, right? <laughs> it was fun, and I have a lot of, uh, you know, I had a mom and his t- her teenage son who came. Oh wow! You know, which is very surprising and very beautiful because. Uh, Honestly, I, I have a twenty-year-old, and I can't get him to, you know, come and try his hand at knitting. So, so you're like, no, no, thanks, no. mom. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you had any along this journey? Have you had any? This is always a tough question that I ask, but like, have there been any sort of mistakes that you're sort of like, dang, I wish I knew before I got started. This, you know, something that you wish you could tell yourself before. You got started. I think it's a bit too soon for me. It's it's just been a year, so mm-hmm. I've not had any um, major mistakes, other than probably just one, which was you know, I mean, I I as a small business owner, I mean, you probably know that we don't have a huge budget for Truth. marketing and advertising. Yes, yeah. So I rely uh, rely he- heavily on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So to, you know, Facebook groups and one a lesson that I learned the hard way is that you cannot use Facebook groups too much. Uh, you really? know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the lesson that I've heard the hard way, and you know, my my account got uh, disabled once, <sighs> and you know, that was like a nightmare experience. <laughs> Holy cow! Well, if you're just joining us, we're speaking to Padma of the Snuggly Blanket Company. We just talked a little bit before the show started about what it's like for you on social media because I follow you on Instagram, and I see um, posts like a couple times a day sometimes. And I think this is amazing. It's like, this is such effort for you to be able to advertise and you're doing this yourself. So what is that like? Yeah. Um, I think, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that's the one part of owning your own business, which, which I personally am not a big fan of, which is, you know, running the social media. I wish a day comes very soon when I can afford somebody to do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know the right person to point you to for sure. But yeah, because it's 24 oh, yes. 7, right? It's, you know, you're, you're constantly thinking of what content to put out there and, you know, how many reels, what is trending, what is the trending audio. You know, uh, it's not just the reels. you got to post those, you know, the stories and the posts. I mean, there's so many different things. And the I think the landscape of social media is changing so, you know, rapidly. And it's just not Instagram. You should have presence on TikTok and Twitter and everything. You know, it's it's a it's a full-time job for somebody. I mean, right now, I think I'll probably, uh, you know, um, doing it, doing a good job, I would say. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't see uh, managing my own social media for a long time. <laughs> because I think it takes up too much time. And, uh, you know, I would rather use that to, you know, grow my business. <laughs> I know. You and I need to hire someone so they can do it for me and yeah. you because I don't like doing it either. Yeah. And I don't, which is not good for me. I need to work on that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a challenge, it I is. think. Like you were saying, you took a picture before uh, the show started. 
You're yeah. like, I got to get content. But that means that your brain is constantly exactly. looking for content. Exactly. Constant. I mean, you know, yeah, that, that's a top thought on my head all the time. Like before I even got into the car, I just made a small video clip saying that, okay, I'm heading out to, you know, to meet Sharon. <laughs> so, you know, this thought that, you know, you have to keep churning the content out every time. So that's on top of your mind. So you're kind of looking for where can you find content? To yeah, post. what picture can I take? Exactly. That's a nice or video. What looks nice, you know? Yeah. Oh my goodness, I'm lazy. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, if you want to compete, I imagine the more you put into it, the more exactly. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's how I found you. Actually, is because I saw something on Facebook and I was like, oh, this this looks like a really interesting. Um, business, you know, yeah. and it, that it was fairly new. And I was like, I got to ask her about it. Yeah, I think the Cherokee Connect uh, Facebook group, I think that's that's being uh, an excellent, uh, you know, I would say a blessing in disguise because that's a fabulous group. And I think the person who manages the group yes, Josh, is, yeah, Josh Bagby. Josh Bagby. Yeah. He's great. And, you know, I mean, uh, I think I've had a, a lot of response from my workshops from the, uh, you know, advertising that I do on the Facebook groups. Yeah. Have you found that you have competition? Who's your competition? Do you even look at other people who do blanket making or anything like I that? I think there are a lot of people who do it, uh, you know, in, in around Atlanta. But um, I'm not sure if there's anybody doing that in the Cherokee County. Mm. Look at you. Uh, so I'm like, you know, this is my county. You know? <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you are the Don't you come mayor. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't you ever think of coming to Cherokee? <laughs> I don't want any competition. Yeah, really, of course not. But it's funny because seriously, I, I love the notion that you're really helping so many people kind of in this county in particular exactly. really enjoy <clears throat> something. Yeah. Like this. So I don't know. I mean, I'm inspired by it. Yeah, I think it's uh, the one great, good thing is, you know, a lot of people um, say, I'm just alone. Can I come by myself and sign up? I'm saying I, I tell them, please do, because, you know, they come alone. But when they go out of my workshop, they have made a friend. Mm hmm. You know, so it's beautiful. It's a place where, you know, like-minded people can come. So you don't always have to sign up a workshop with a friend, with your mom, with your daughter. No, I mean, if you're just by yourself and you have a Saturday morning free, you just come by, meet new people, you know, learn a new skill. And I keep telling them, you know, this will very soon become your favorite hobby. <laughs> and it's happened for so many people. They keep coming back, you know, with pictures of what they have made. And, you know, as a teacher, it makes me very proud that, you know, they just didn't make one blanket and forget all about it. But they still keep in touch with me. And a lot of people have made so many other things, which I haven't. I just taught them to make one blanket, but they've taken that craft ahead and made a lot of fabulous things. So if you look back over the year, um, you know, we talk about on Fearless Formula, the things that people kind of tend to not do because they do have maybe they're trepidatious about something or, you know, don't know that they have enough skill to make their own company. Are there some ups and downs that you've experienced or is it still fairly new? I think it's really fairly new still, I would say. But I think where the a couple of challenges as any new business owner, I think, is, you know, managing your website and, you know, the technology, the search engine optimization. So those are the things that I still uh, struggle with. And, you know, a lot of this, I kind of do a lot of self-learning and I try to do it myself. I mean, I've built my entire website from scratch by myself. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, I really love how you you made Thank it you. look lovely. I, I was actually admiring it. Yeah, that's impressive. So, yeah, I think, you know, the, the website optimization and stuff like that I think that's a bit of a challenge that I still have and I think that's probably with a lot of people out there wanting to start their own thing 
Yeah, but I, you know, there are, like you said, there are resources in order to help yes. you figure it out. So yes. you, you don't really need to have a big degree in no, you don't. marketing and advertising no, no, or even no. hire someone. No, I think all you need is that a time and the willingness to learn. And, you know, you could, it's, it's not something, and, you know, probably about five, six years ago, it must have been a different thing. But now, you know, you have resources everywhere. You have the time, you have the determination, you have the inclination to do it yourself. You can self-learn and do it. It's not rocket science, definitely. I love that because I do believe there are a lot of people that have dreams out there that yep. are just a little intimidated by the notion, like just don't even know where to start. Oh, no. I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> You're not special. <laughs> no, because, you know, somebody like me, I, I was always into a corporate job. And, you know, I, I never thought myself as a creative person and starting something on my own was like the farthest thing from my mind. So, you know, it's not impossible if if you are on the fence thinking about should I do it or should I not do it, I would say just jump in, just dive in and do it. You can can learn, figure it out as you go along. Well, what would you like to see your cup? Well, first of all, you do blankets, but do you do any other kind of patterns or is it just blankets now? Uh, There are a couple of things I do. Uh, Like, yeah, predominantly I make and sell blankets. I teach people how to make and I do the scarves, not just blankets. I do scarves as well. And uh, I'm going to start making the pet beds, you know, cute cat beds and dog beds as well. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm going to be launching them this year. And I've got uh, a new products that I'm uh, kind of, you know, launching next month. So these are uh, hand crocheted items. So, you know, um, one cause that's always been dear to me is the women empowerment. So I'm, uh, you know, kind of working with a few ladies back home in India. So we teach these women come from a very rural, uh, you know, backward community in India. And, uh, you know, uh, we teach these women how to do knitting and crocheting. And they make these beautiful items. And, you know, uh, I'm bringing that here to kind of give them a bigger platform. And this kind of, you know, helps these women send their kids to school, you know, and it puts their food on their table. I mean, and, you know, to me, I'm extremely surprised at the kind of a skill that these women have, you know, and the products that they are kind of, you know, with very little uh, training that I provide, you know, they make these beautiful things. And, you know, it helps them a lot. You know, it's, um, you know, it's helping them send their kids to school. They have the house over their head. So I think it's it's a great thing. And I'm kind of, you know, uh, starting uh, marketing and selling those products from next month. So that's something new that I'm, uh, you know, it's a very dear project to me because, you know, not 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 all women are fortunate. And especially, you know, when you come from uh, very rural parts of India, I think it's, it's a great, uh, uh, you know, opportunity to bring their work give it a bigger platform, you know? Well, that's very sweet. Thank you. You know, and it must be near and dear. You're almost, oh, yes. You're almost paying it forward in some way. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, not everybody does that. I'm impressed that you do Thank that. That's you. very cool. Yeah. Um, Pass it forward. Yeah. <laughs> Pay it forward. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it's funny. I, I, I think it's important to highlight the fact that not everybody, like you said, not every woman is born in a fortunate situation. Exactly. And I think I can tend to have the blinders on and assume everyone lives like I do. Yeah. But how important it is to share a skill that you have that can make someone else's life better. Yeah, and I think it's giving back to the country where I come from because, you know, uh, I know not not all women there are, um, especially from a very backward communities, you know, this means a lot to them. Wow. So, you know, and these women are so sweet. They're so willing to learn, 
you know they're very willing to learn what's coming you know and uh, creating such beautiful pieces and i've been kind of you know dropping some hints on my story and on my reels about the upcoming products and people have been loving it so far so i just can't wait to launch these oh well where do you see your if you were going to imagine yourself 5 years from now where would you like your company to be do you have a kind of idea You know what to be very honest um uh, Sharon I'm not somebody who thinks that very long term I just want to take it each day as it comes and see what's my next uh, move going to be what else can I offer I think 5 years probably is a long time but yes I mean I definitely uh, want to grow the business and uh, I don't know if I will go ever go back to a 9 to 5 <laughs> job again. I still have this, you know, thing at the back of my mind, oh maybe I should attend some interviews and you know, maybe I should take up a full-time job, but then you know, I'm enjoying doing this so much that I probably will never go back to full-time working. So yes, I mean I definitely want to grow my business and you know, uh, uh and you know, increase my offerings and see what else I can bring to my customers. That's great. I I am the same. I don't really think that far. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing for me or bad, but I tend to be in this moment. It's fine right now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Take one day at a time. For sure. Um gosh, I had another question in my mind and I just lost it. Oh, I got it. Where do you get all of your supplies for your um yarn and, and things? Yes. Do you so, whole, wholesale them? Yes, I also uh, sell the yarn. Uh, so uh, you know the the people who attend my workshop once they finish and they want to go back and make some more so they can buy yarn from my website. Uh, I initially I used to buy locally from the craft stores around here yes. and I noticed that you know they don't have all the colors that I need and the quality is also not up to the mark like after all these blankets are washable but you know the quality I notice sometimes is it kind of just snaps after a wash. So now I'm having my own uh, you know brand of yarn so if you want uh, I have about 21 colors that I uh, sell. So this is an extremely uh, you know soft and 100% polyester chenille yarn so and available in over 21 colors. So yeah, I mean if you want to try your hand please <laughs> purchase some yarn and you will fall in love with the touch and feel yeah. of the yarn because you know it's it's extremely soft I saw that you did um a blanket I think it had Georgia colors is that right Oh yes yeah those are my the, the college theme blankets are very very popular you know especially um uh, was it no two weeks ago when <laughs> Georgia won yeah. <laughs> There yeah. go the blanket. Exactly. And my son goes to Georgia as well. So Oh wow. Yeah, he's a sophomore there. So yeah, I mean I made a lot of UGA blankets, Georgia tech and you know, now I think up, if you go to my site, I probably have more than 15 or 20 college blankets. It's really smart. People are so passionate about that here in this Oh yes. Well, the southeast, I guess. I yeah. Say. Well, yeah. all over I imagine, over but in US. particular here, especially yeah. right now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, if people wanted to get in touch with you, what would be the best way that they could find you? Uh, you could find me on Instagram, you know, my Instagram handle is snugly blanket co. That's S N U G G L Y B L A N K E T C O, snugly blanket co and uh, I go by the same name on Facebook as well and uh, TikTok as well it's the same so you know snugly blanket you. co those are the uh, best ways or you could email me my email address is also on my website it's info@snugglyblanketco.com and I'm usually very prompt with my responses so 
That's great. Well, because you're doing it all. Yes. <laughs> I'm <laughs> never away. I'm never away from my mobile. <laughs> it must be difficult to really balance that out, though. If you're it doing is. all of this on your own, do you have any trouble kind of balancing or putting boundaries around your work time and family time? I struggle with that. Mm, you a lot know, of people I, do. Yes, because, uh, you know, as your own small business owner, especially since you're just starting off, you know, you, you cannot restrict yourself to a certain timing. And especially I'm somebody, I've been a workaholic all my life. You know, you get, I, when I get into something, I get into it. I take a full dive into it and I do it, go all out. <laughs> For me, it's either all out or, you yeah. know, I don't get into it at yeah. all. <laughs> go big or go home, they say. Yeah. yeah. But luckily, I don't have any small, you know, uh, toddlers or babies at home. Yeah. I have a 20-year-old and I have a 11-year-old, going to be 12. So, yeah, I mean, I do have the entire time during the day and in the evening when he comes back, I spend a couple of hours with him. And once I put him to sleep and again, you know, I get back into <laughs> <laughs> my last reel for the day. <laughs> and then Netflix and yeah. blanket making. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, Padma, I'm so glad you came by the studio and I really appreciate your sharing your story. And I'm hoping people out there are inspired by the fact that the pandemic came and it could have been something really devastating, but you turned it into something really beautiful. And it, it extends not just to Cherokee County, but even over into India. Yes. It's very you. cool. You're welcome. Thank you, Sharon. I think um, thanks a lot for having me. And I think it's been a great experience speaking to you and sharing my experiences with the Cherokee County. Yay. Well, all of you out there, thank you for listening to Fearless Formula on Business Radio X. And this is Sharon Klein reminding you that with knowledge and understanding, we can all have our own fearless formula. Have a great day.